It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Good morning, good people. Welcome to A to Z Sports Live, presented by the Cochran Firm in Boston Scientific, streaming live on YouTube and Facebook. And of course, I am your host, Will Skywalker Skill. Boom! Welcome back, baby. The bye week is over. Gotta get back into the saddle got two things coming out this bye week that I think can improve this team. We were quiet at the deadline, but you still can improve, right? So I got two different situations the Cowboys can employ that will allow them to improve. We'll jump into the film room to discuss one of them. And then, of course, there is no bye week without the Cowboys floating in the rumor mill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Odell Beckham, Cowboys, interest, is it real? I'm going to discuss why it should be real. Plus, in the roundup, we're going to go around the league. Crazy uh, weekend, NFL, man. It's This league is wide open. It's wide open, and, and I feel as good as any year uh, about a possibility as long as the Cowboys continue to show improvement with the little tiny things, with the little things. But they can make some improvements uh, coming out this bye week that, that could be Put them up there for potential to do something special. All right. If you want to call in to the show, you can. 351-999-3787 is the call-in line. Got a jam-packed show. Uh, we're going to try to get through it as fluently as possible. I'm on a little bit of a time crunch here. But a good show lined up for you guys. Uh, shout out to the Bomb Squad in the building. Bomb Squad! Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Appreciate y'all for being here. How was your bye week? You know, I absolutely loved being able to sit back, watch the rest of the league, stress out while we're chilling at six and two, coming off of a two game win streak, putting up 49 on a team who's starting to get it together here with Chicago. Yeah, they lost back to back games. But if I'm a Chicago Bear fan, I feel really good about what I've been seeing. So, uh, yeah. I like the bye week, and I know it sucks when the Cowboys don't play, but it's it's better when you're you're six and two rather than rather than two and six or coming off of a loss or having to make some crazy changes. I don't think Dallas got to do that. I don't think they got to make crazy changes. They just gotta you know tweak a few things here. And the bye week's not just about getting healthier, in my opinion, because that's part of it, right? Regrouping, getting healthier, getting rejuvenated for this next half of the season stretch run, but it's also about uh, self-evaluation and I know the coaches are definitely looking at okay how can we get better we didn't make a move but how can we get better within um, and and the good coaches the, the, the good organizations they continue to try to do that uh, every day it doesn't just end because uh, you're six and two or, or the deadline's over deadline's over but free agency's not man. free agency's not all right let's um yeah, my home. We're going to talk about that, James. Let's, let's, let's get into the roundup real quick, and uh, we'll open up with uh, going around the league, y'all. It's time! It's time! It's time! It's time! 
time. It's time. It is time for. It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. Hey, yo. Hey, Roger, good. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh because the Cowboys play A-Rod this Sunday, but boy, oh boy. This A-Rod right now, man. I ain't gonna lie, I'm getting cooked. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's 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 rough out there for the Packers, man. What are you on a five-game losing streak? Lost to the one the one win Lions? And you couldn't score a touchdown? Oh, I'm sorry. You, you you couldn't score more than a touchdown. Three interceptions on the day for A-Rod. An interception to the rookie, Aiden Hutchison. It's so funny because we came out of our game with, against the Lions, and we're like, ah, oh, man. The first game back for Dak Prescott. We're, we're, we're screaming at the top of our lungs. Well, not we. I say we because the Cowboys, but scream at the top of our lungs. Offense stinks. Aaron Rodgers throws three interceptions against that same defense. And loses. <laughs> All right. On a serious note, though, and we'll talk about this throughout the, the rest of the week. They lost a lot of players coming out of that game. A lot of important players. Cowboys Nation, keep your eye on. Rashawn Gary, that's huge. Aaron Jones, that's huge. Bakhtiari. I mean, these are guys who are either on crutches or in a boot. Christian Watson. They could, they could be coming in here banged up against the Cowboys. But that's something we'll talk about later. I had to start off with A-Rod and the Packers, man. They are. Whew. Around the league, though, some good games. Jets, do you call it an upset? I mean, I, I, technically, they were not favored. So, yeah, it's an upset. But the Jets, man, a feisty bunch. They beat the Bills 20-17. to 17. Uh, That was an entertaining game to watch just, just because it was good football, good defense. Uh, Robert Sala has those boys playing some good ball, playing some hard ball. Uh, Sauce Gardner is, is as advertised as a defensive player, man. Just just unbelievable young rookie there. Josh Allen, I was tweeting this out throughout the, the day. I mean, he's one of the most strangest high-end players in the league. Seriously, he is so good, but he does so many bad, boneheaded things. For a dude who has something like, I don't know, what do you got, 17 touchdowns or something like that? He has... Over 10 turnovers? 10, 10 turnovers plus whatever it is. You, you just can't have that from, from a high-end quarterback unless you're going to be something like 50 touchdowns, 10 turnovers, and that's a different story. But, but you know, we're halfway point. He's, he's on pace to, to have 20 turnovers. It may not kill you right now in the regular season, but Josh Allen, man, such a just a strange player, extremely talented but uh, you know he does some boneheaded things. And shout out to the Jets; they had a great game plan in that game and walk away twenty to seventeen with the dub. The Washington football people take a L. Shout out to John Ridgeway, baby. John Ridgeway still getting checks from the Cowboys. Probably we talking about Scott. John Ridgeway had a boneheaded play uh, on a on a field goal that if he wouldn't have did that, they would have got the ball back. Instead. Personal foul sets the Vikings up first down, and they just eventually win the game. So, uh, shout out to John Ridgeway. Thank you, sir. How about those Seahawks? I, listen, they're going to probably make the playoffs. 
that's a that's an interesting bunch right there, man. That's an efficient group. They're playing good ball. Geno Smith looks like an entirely different quarterback. He's he's confident. You can see it in his dropbacks. He's composed. He's knowing when to run. He's accurate. He he just it, it seems like he's been in that offense for a decade. Geno Smith, man, most improved player of the NFL, I think, in the 2022 season, man. That's not going to be an easy out for any team. That, that team is going to play its ass off. And they can run the ball. Kenneth Walker, Jr. come on, man. It's a good team, man. Shout out to the Seahawks. Rams-Bucks was a snooze fest until the last five minutes of the game. They had the Rams, that is. At every opportunity to win that game, they they made two great stops at the end of the game to uh, get the ball back. One was a goal-to-goal situation after, I think, a couple penalties. And then with an opportunity to get one first down and end the game. They get scared. They get scared. Is it still Tom Brady? Like, like, Tom is not the same Tom. We understand it, right? Like, Tom Brady is a little bit shot. Just a little bit. Maybe not a shot as Aaron Rodgers, but but he, he you know he ain't there to this year. I think he's ready to go. But you just gave him a shot in the arm, man. You gave him the ball back with a, oh, about a minute left, and, and you only needed to get in striking distance. And boom, 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 fifty-five yards or something like twenty-eight seconds with that off coverage. We talked about playing the Rams earlier this year. They play a ton of off coverage for whatever reason, and they just bing, 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 get down the field, touchdown. They take the lead ball game i don't think either one of these teams are, are going to well i shouldn't mean me let me let me, let me slow down because tom brady in the playoffs can do some tom brady things but i still don't think tom brady in the playoffs let me just shut up man because this, this still is a wide open league i mean you saw tom brady at that interview press conference man that was fun no we don't want tom brady having fun let's put his ass back in in the dirt and then the final game of the, the evening yesterday, Titans-Chiefs, weird freaking game. Pat Mahomes threw for 68 attempts and had one touchdown. What? Listen, the Titans game is going to be a, a brawl, an absolute brawl. I, I think if I'm the Titans, I walk away from that game feeling good. Willis is just not ready to throw the ball around the park just yet, and, and he... Didn't really do that. Obviously, nobody from a receiver standpoint caught the rock. Uh, their defense played outstanding football. It was it was a, a tough game for them boys, but lost in overtime on the road to the Chiefs. They probably will take that without their starting quarterback. Tannehill is better than Willis. It is what it is. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see where the Cowboys and the Titans match up at the end of the season. That's going to be, a I think it's going to be a back alley brawl. I truly do. With that said, Dr. Jerry spoke last week at the end of the week about a potential return for Ezekiel. Not even potential. He flat out came on the radio and said, I expect Ezekiel Elliott to return. So there's Dr. Jerry's update on Zeke. Uh, You'll get Zeke and Tony Pollard duo back again on the road in Lambeau. And again, I know we're making fun of the Packers losing to the Detroit Lions, but I'd like to have Ezekiel Elliott and Tony Pollard together going up to Lambeau against a team that's likely going to play desperate. Going to play desperate. 
a lot of talent on that defense, so I want as much talent as possible offensively. So we'll keep an eye out on that. I'm pretty sure we'll get a practice report on Wednesday, but it looks like Zeke will be back. And then finally, all the rumors and reports came out this 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 Sunday about uh, the receiver position for the Cowboys. Listen, if you've been tuning into this show, we talked about these things, you know, week two weeks ago. Specifically, one of, specifically one of them, uh, Jerry Judy. Uh, there was reports that came out that the Cowboys were uh, in trade talks with Jerry Judy, and we had first brought this up a couple weeks ago on the show that they shown they had shown some interest. They actually reached out to Denver about a, I think about two weeks before the deadline was even out, and the price or two weeks prior to the deadline, and the price was just too high at the time i'm pretty sure they spun the block came back around and it, and it was still too high uh then we all know about the brandon cooks and and now we're and i'm using air coach y'all can't see me now we know about odell beckham jr but that wasn't a secret either it's just that on a sunday morning say cowboys you get all the praise you get not the praise but you get all the clicks but i do think the interest is real and i do think it needs to be real uh -huh. Per reports, the Cowboys are firmly on, uh, or the Odell Beckham is firmly on the Cowboys' radar, and they're expected to be in the mix when he's ready to pick his team upon full recovery from an ACL tear. Per Joe Glazer, Beckham is to be fully cleared by the end of the week. Hmm. And then the big one here that's probably going to have the Cowboy fans rolling their eyes because you don't get in these. And then there is expected to be a bidding war for one Odell Beckham Jr. Cowboys Nation. A bidding war for Odell. How we feeling about that one there? Huh? <laughs> Simple question before I go in on my Odell situation. Would you welcome Odell Beckham Jr. on this team? We probably talked about this a few weeks ago, but I, I would do it again. Yes or no? Would you sign, let me say, whatever, Odell Beckham on this team? Whether you believe the Cowboys uh, will not get him, or, or because we, we do this every year, right, with players that are interested in things like that, and uh, usually doesn't happen. But would you do? Now, we're not going to talk about what the Cowboys do it. Would you do it? I'll read some of the comments here, and uh, I'll tell you why. I think they should. Um, Yeah, bidding war, right, exactly. Yes, 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 but I would love to have them, only if the price is right. Yes. Okay, interesting. Interesting. I would definitely do it. Uh, and, and not just as a rental. Nope. He doesn't even want that. First of all, you know, he, he, he wants to be somewhere long-term when I hear the term bidding war, obviously money is involved clearly, but I'd venture to guess the length of the contract security might be right up there, if not number one for Odell Beckham, because he really hasn't had that over the last few years. And he wants to settle down. Uh, Beckham is, I can't wait to see this full interview on the complex, but he sat down 
uh, with the complex. And there was a, a quote that he had. It said, whether it's Buffalo, Green Bay calling the Cowboys, a reunion with the Giants, I want to call this place home. I've done the rock and roll life. He's looking to settle down. We obviously don't know the full spectrum of what Odell Beckham is from a maturity standpoint, but it, it, just that clip I can listen to, to to how he's speaking, and I think he's having that kind of hype, right, man. Listen, I, I've I've done all the the fun stuff. I've had my fun as a as a young kid, the rock and roll lifestyle. I'm looking to kind of I want to put some roots somewhere. So I do think he's serious about a. Uh, do I have the phone lines open? I sure don't. Oh yeah. I do. I think he's serious about settling down and, and wanting to be somewhere. I actually think that might be number one on his list. I mean, he's got the Super Bowl. Uh, it's not like he hasn't been paid money. Obviously, you want you you want the money to match as well. You don't want to you know play for pennies. But I don't think you're looking at a guy that's going to cost you twenty million dollars a year. I, I don't think that's what, what what's going to happen here. So I would I would extend a a potential multi-year deal to him and here's why cowboys nation if you sign him to more than just a one-year deal you not only can prep him for now but you can prep him and ramp him up right for the long term so you're not really having to rush your ramp up for odell beckham if you're looking at him as a long-term guy, when I say long-term, I mean more than one year, more than eight games, more than five games, more than four games, whatever it may be, more than a playoff run, right? And when you look at these type of deals, we're talking about funny money. We're not, we're not talking about, oh my God, you're going to pay him 60 million guaranteed. Nah, it's not going to happen. You're talking about, hey, here's three years, X amount of dollars, but that X amount of dollars is not really what he's going to get. But the length of the contract gives him some security. Maybe you get a void year on a three-year deal. Maybe you can get out of it after two years, after next year. Whatever. You can protect yourself within that, that, that long-term contract, right? Also, I think this is something that can have an effect on you next year. I know we don't want to talk about next year. We're talking about trying to win the season this year. But if you're looking at a multi-year deal for Odell Beckham, you're looking at more than uh, this year, right? If you look, if you look at next year, a couple things. The free agent market for wide receivers. Let's take a look. It's not that great. And let's be honest, y'all. The Cowboys have shown that they are in the market for a wide receiver. There's no doubt about it. You, you, you can't lie about that. They've reached out to multiple teams. They there's real interest in Odell. They are interested in helping out this wide receiver core. And guess what? Next year, your wide receiver core is going to look very similar. Minus a Noah Brown, unless you want to bring him back. But when I look at, so if I think that they're, if I believe that they're interested in the trade department, why wouldn't they be interested in the free agency? Obviously, money matters. And there may be a handful of guys on here that'll cost you a lot of money because of the seasons they're having. Juju Smith-Schuster may cost a lot because He's going to finish with a good year. Uh, Marquise Goodwin, uh, uh, not Marquise Goodwin, but um, uh, McCole Harmon, if he finishes with a good year, he may cost a little bit more. But when you look at this list, it's, it's not impressive. Sure, you can sign one of them. Sure. Personally, 
how many of these dudes, and we're talking upside, right? Have this significantly higher upside than an Odell Beckham next year healthy. You go into a full offseason for Odell, which will be his first full offseason in like four or five years with Michael Gallup healthy, Odell healthy, C.D. Lamb. Your third round pick in Jalen Tolbert, you can kind of ease along a little bit. I think, I think your outlook on the position is, is, is you're, you're feeling a little bit better, especially since you would have had Odell Beckham in-house for uh, half of a year playoff run. And then now you're gonna give him a chance to get an offseason under your your uh offense, get an offseason with Dak Prescott. So I don't think it's it's so far fetched to look at a multi-year deal for Odell Beckham. Money obviously matters. You're not talking about three year, eighty-five million dollars, nothing crazy like that. Just just something that you can you can manipulate. I also think it has an effect on CD Lamb. I think it would have an effect on CD Lamb. I think it would allow them to move CD Lamb inside where they are more comfortable. They're just more comfortable putting Lamb in the slot. Um, will that happen this year? Probably not, unless you're talking about end of the year playoffs, because CD because he probably won't be back. Or when I say be back, I mean Odell and learning the offense for a few weeks, man, for about a month maybe. So you move CeeDee Lamb inside. He's playing like 60% of the snaps right now. His rookie year, he played 90%. Last year, he was in and out of the, of the slot because of the, the uh, Michael Gallup injury, and then he got injured his damn self. I think they like him in there. He's fifth in the league right now in, with uh, re- receptions, slots out of, or receptions out of the slot, and Odell will allow you to do that next year. He just would. So this isn't just about this year, although this year is, is what you want to do, right? You you, you want to improve this year, and maybe you can improve uh, towards the end of the year. But if you're signing a guy for multiple years, you're, you're looking at this thing as a long-term situation. And I, and I just think that he could help you long-term. When I say long-term, I mean more than four games, more than half a season next season. So I don't know. I, I think that this, this is something that they should seriously consider. It's something that the position is something they seriously considered opening or, or getting better at. So it is real that they look at this wide receiver room and they say, we're not satisfied. We want to add depth. We want to be better. And I look at the, again, not, not just the free agents for next year, but your room and, and, and the free agents that's currently out there now. I, I mean, how many of these players you know, health health permitting. Can you say the upside is, is greater? It's not like Odell didn't show you he can come back and play. Odell showed you I can come back and play. Yeah, but Sky, he tore his ACL. He tore his ACL before. If there's anybody that knows how to come back from an ACL injury and what to deal with from a mental standpoint, it's Odell Beckham. Yeah. So I want to get y'all thoughts here. Let's hit the phone lines. Of course, the phone lines are presented by the Pulse Nation, presented by the Cochran Firm. Since 05, our guys Brian Pope and Larry Taylor have been fighting and serving the DFW area community. And their attorneys have handled the most challenging civil cases involving personal injury, wrongful death, fraud, truck, automobile accidents, class action, and many, many more. If any of these things have happened to you or you need some legal advice, reach out to the Cochran Firm, 1-800-THE-FIRM. Or schedule your free consultation today 
at CochranTexas.com. All right, let's get Los in the building. What's good, Los? Good morning, Sky. Good. I hope morning. you had a good weekend, man. A good Want. bye week. Yes, indeed. Coffee's good. And man, crazy! I went against Mixon this week in fantasy, Ooh. and still won. Man. You won. I still won, bro. I, yeah, bro. I still won. I'm Sheesh. like, bro. Who did you have? Huh? Who did you have on your team? I had Josh Allen, Ooh. Kenneth Walker. Travis, uh, who you know, I ain't scored. Cup, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I I caught up with the score. So. Yeah, you caught up. You made up for it. Yeah. So hey, my thought on Beckham is probably this is just between my personal opinion. I think it's either between Buffalo or Cowboys, and I think that's the best situation for him because if he has towards Buffalo, you know that's a dynamic wide receiver core in itself. You got Davis. Beckham and you got Diggs, right? And they don't have to rely on him too much. But if he heads over here, I think he will be heading here just because I mean, Texas is, you know, you can have your all the money, they don't no state taxes, you know, all this. And the Dallas City life is, you know, not all that bad. So if he really wants to make a place a home, I think Texas will be likely, you know, his destination. But will Catboy pay for him? That's the question. That's and that's the question. I talked to Professor O yesterday, and I said, you know, it'll be up to Stephen willing to take a gamble. And if I'm being honest with you, I don't even think this gamble is that detrimental because you're not losing a, a, a draft piece. You're not trading away a player. And you you can control the the contract in the sense of, I, I'll come up on some a little bit on the money here, but I can get out of this thing in year two or year three or whatever it may be, if it doesn't work out, right? If there is an issue or we're not we're not happy with the production. I, I, I think it's a obviously a gamble because it's something they don't like to do. But at some point, you've gotta you've gotta gamble at some damn point. And this is to me is not even a big one. Exactly, Scott. And I think also I think another reason you should sign Beckham is because signing Beckham is gonna elevate Gallup, you know? Like Gallup is gonna have World Gallup? War One on one. Like for you know, basically he will elevate the play of C D. I would say C D, yeah. I think Gallup is getting enough one on ones, but Yeah, so it's just, you know, I, I think it, he basically will elevate everyone offensively, you know, so to say, because if you focus on Beckham, you're gonna leave C D. If you focus on C D, you're gonna leave, you know, Beckham. So I think you you need offensive help, especially wide receiver. Because let's not say his name, because you're going to give me that Undertaker thing. But yeah, ever since you let him go, man, you know you got to make up for it. Well, they they, they close, understand they they messed it up there. Go ahead. Yeah, and to close, guy, uh, there's this guy on YouTube. If you want to look him up later after the show, his name is Brett Coleman, and his video is, is called "The Packers Are there's Broken." There's this guy on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, Brett <laughs> Brett Coleman. Yeah, we all know who he is. Yeah, yeah. So the Packers are broke are broken. If you look at that video, I'm not trying to look too ahead, but man, if Cowboys can figure this out defensively, I don't even want to call this a trap game. We're gonna we have to put Rodgers to the retirement home. Can we stop because, the Yeah, because I you know most people are calling it a trap game, and I'm just the to opinion. Yeah, the Dallas has had three trap games look, in a row. Stop with that. Not you, but just people. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and the Packers lost to the worst defensive you know, team and just put up nine points. She's thinking to have nightmares about us, bro. That's all I have to say, Sky. Peace.
Salute. Yeah, I tweeted out uh, during that game. I don't see this, this, this Packers offense figuring it out in a week. Like, they got to prep for the Cowboys tomorrow. Well, they're prepping today, but, you know, really prepping tomorrow on practice and Wednesday for what the Cowboys bring. So here's what they're going to have to do. They got to roll out this Cowboys defensive film after watching what the Lions did to them. You think they're going to be sleeping easy there? And they may have to roll out the film and, 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 and I'm not saying prepare for a different player, but but I think if the Cowboys do this with a certain player, we, we could be taking that next step. And we're going to talk about that here in a second, but we got a couple more callers I want to get to. Uh, I think Reek was next. What's good, man? What's good? What's what up, good, that? Skywalker? Yes, sir. What's good, Cowboy Nation? Like, share, and subscribe, and all that good stuff, man. Uh, what what I see is that Catboy needs to be moved out of the way. Jerry Jones needs to make this call about putting another uh, a, wide, a Super Bowl winning wide receiver in this room. Uh, that was just previously in the Super Bowl last year, and he, and he was turning up, but he ended up unfortunately getting hurt. Uh, you need a dog in that room. You need you need an older dog that can show some of these young dogs how to win in big moments, not to shut down, not to put your head down and start pouting when you don't go for the ball. Uh, Odell don't been through all that. He can teach C.D. Lamb some things about the lead, you know what I mean? Give him some maturity because more maturity uh, as far as on the field anyway. Uh, and this Because they kind of took I know, away. I know a lot of y'all probably big, sitting here listening to him talk about maturity and, and all that stuff with Odell and, like, rolling your eyes because it does sound funny. He's probably not the guy you, you want to learn from for maturity because we're, we're talking about a guy who's been immature most of his career on the field and off the field. Let's be completely honest. Um, I think where you would reach out to Odell in the sense of, you know, NFL stuff is literally uh, just on the field, X's and O's, pointers, things like that. I'm not saying that Odell hasn't matured because it sounds like, you know, he has. And honestly, let's be completely honest. One of the things you could also say is, hey, man, you're not going to say it to him, but hopefully Odell does this. Hey, this is what I did wrong. This is what I did wrong in my time in the NFL, or this is what I did wrong on the field when I wasn't getting the ball or when I dropped the pass or when I yada, yada, yada. I think it would be, it, it, it'd be up to Odell to take that next step of maturity that we, we don't know just yet because, because he's not here. Right. And last year he got into the team in the middle of the season and kind of just kept quiet, did his thing. And he, he was a, a good for that locker room, but we, we don't know that part of Odell just, just quite yet. We can hope, and assume, and that's what we're that's what we're going to have to do. But when you say you know learn from Odell about maturity, I don't know if that's if that's fair to say just yet because we don't know if Odell is taking that next step um, on the field as a leader in regards to maturity. We don't know that just quite yet, Reed. Well, I look at it like this, bro. The dude came from New York, the Giants, the big lights. Then he got sent to NFL Siberia with the Browns, mm-hmm. with a bum quarterback. And he had to be over there for a couple of years. He had to go through that drama. Then the man come come from the ashes and goes back into the light. He knows something about being down and out and going and, and, and getting over the hump. Sure. That's the same thing, because you got to think about it. The same thing that Odell went through over there in Cleveland, that's what Amari Cooper 
is going through right now this year. No, so I not. think Odell know a little bit about that. It's you know not. what I'm saying? It's not. So he's not going through the same thing, bro. Not even close. Uh, well, he had a, he had a quarterback. Like the he's not I'm, going through the same thing. The reason I wouldn't I'm, compare them. I, the reason I say they're going through the same thing is they had two teams that sent two teams, two organizations that sent them to NFL Siberia, the Cowboys and the Giants, on both of their wide receivers. To uh, why they were still good to to the uh, NFL Siberia. So that's what I'm saying. Uh, and the thing is, I think we need another dog in here. And I think uh, I think that Odell did get a little bit of maturity, got humbled. He was humbled being in Cleveland and going over there to the Rams and winning the Super Bowl. I'm pretty sure he op- that opened up opened him up like, dang, you know what I'm saying? He changed his mindset because you can see it in this play. Well, I think C.D. Lamb needs a bigger brother. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he, I mean, he need, he needs another partner in crime, somebody that can understand what he's going through right now, and that might can help him on the field see That's... certain things, a way of getting, you know what I mean, see certain things yeah. to help him on the field when he's out there. That's, that's, that's the only reason I would want him. Yeah, that's only, that's the reason I want him, you know what I mean? And that's what I mean by maturity. He can see things that C.D. can't see because he knows C.D. has all the potential in the world to do big things. Why not put another uh, a superstar wide receiver that that was, that knows something about that next to him? That, that could be like, back, don't see the, you got to push yourself. That goes you know? back to what we said in the offseason when they let go of Mark Cooper and didn't replace him with that type of guy. You're asking a dude three years into the league who, you know, he hasn't seen everything, man, to, to be not number one in the sense of, oh, I'm just number one receiver getting targets, but number one in that locker room. He, he wasn't that guy. He leaned yeah. on he leaned on Amari Cooper. Now you you know that's that's vacant. Uh, can can Odell come in and be that you know replace that aspect of it? I do think he can do that because strictly on the field, like you said, what he's seen, Odell's been there. He's been the number one. He can help you uh, with on the field uh, X's and O's, little little tidbits that Amari Cooper did. People forget that man. They they completely forget the relationship that Coop and and uh, C D Lamb had. And I'm not saying he's going to replace it completely, but it's a guy that won the Super Bowl. So, you know, I I, I would definitely yeah. bring he him can in. help. He can help, man. Yeah. Put all the help you need in that organization, in that locker room, because we're going for the push now. Playtime's over with. We got to go. You know what I mean? It's time to go now. We Indeed. Ain't no more bye week. Ain't none of that. We got to go. Let's go get this six. Steven Jones, Jerry Jones, stop playing. Put all the talent on your team, and let's go, man. All right, Cowboy Nation. Peace, guys. All right, brother. Let's get J. Oh wait, yeah, Jr. Real quick and nine two zero. Then we're going to hit the next segment. What's good? What's good, Jr. Stop. What's good, baby? Man, I don't know what I, I can't tell when we ain't got football in the week. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, I feel like my life off. You know what I'm talking about? I've been I've been sleep all weekend. I'm back up. I'm ready for some cowboy football, baby. Let's go. You Indeed. know what I'm saying? Got, real quick on this whole. Uh, uh, Green Bay Packers thing. It ain't enough blue chew in all of Green Bay to get them up for this game. We should have run over and threw them boys. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, man. We ain't, don't even, we ain't worried about that game. Now, now concerning Odell, these are the couple of things that I want to say. I'm going to make them real quick. All right. When yeah. does CD get paid? When is when is CD next uh, contract negotiation up? Uh huh. That I mean, when does he get paid, or when, when is his contract? He could do a fifth year option. He he got you got two more seasons under with CD Lamb. 
two more seasons, okay. Mm-hmm. Odell looking for some a little bit more stable concrete. If we bring in Odell, Odell balls out, matches the numbers and production of CD. That's going to hurt CD's contract negotiations. Why, why, why are we worried about his contract? Why, 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 why are we worried about CD's contract negotiations? Are you CD's agent? Because, but here's here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. Because if that's long term coming up in a couple of years, that affects the chemistry of the room now. If a Odell comes in, that's just one side. If you ask me, hey, you want Odell or not? Oh, boy, heck yeah, sign me up. You know what I'm saying? Shoot, I, I had an opportunity back in the day to party with Odell. I kind of know what he like. Can't get no secrets. But I know he like, put it all on the yacht I'm out there. Let's get the deal done. Cut the check, Jerry. But at the same time, mm. if CD's already struggling with being this number one player, you bring in an Odell who has that dog in him. Two alpha dogs gonna fight it out. You alpha see what dog. I'm saying? Um, hold on, hold on now. Who's the number one right now in the locker room? You know what I'm saying? I mean that 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 uh, that wide receiver. Who's number one? You know what I'm saying? He's the alpha right now. The alpha struggling. You bring in another Jai, alpha. Jai, Jai. Stop it! Stop it! I got an engine right there. What do you mean he's struggling? Like, how you mean? When I say that, I mean he ain't having the he ain't having the type of ease of a game. He's having to really work to be that number one. It ain't coming easy to him like no more. That's what I mean. Well, yeah. You know, look at look how teams are going to be playing him this year. You don't have those weapons out there, and he's still top ten in all, almost all the receiving categories. It was going into this week: catches, receptions, targets, yards, or whatever. So uh, let's, let's relax on saying that he's he's struggling. I mean, C.D. Lamb's not struggling. C.D. Lamb maybe not having a fifteen hundred yard type of season, but I think that's that's overdoing it. And how I just don't understand how bringing in somebody that's going to help you, I, I don't think is going to make C.D. Lamb worse. I think it's going to help C.D. Lamb, meaning he could slide him back inside. Maybe you know teams don't pay as much attention to him. Maybe he gets more one on ones. You know, we've seen C.D. Lamb operate in, in a three man wide receiving group. And, and be ultra successful. I, I I just find it hard to believe that adding Beckham is going to be a negative impact on CD. Why? That's the other side of it. But the point that I'm making right now is the possibility and the potentiality of that happening. Okay, Stephen A. a star. <laughs> Odell's a star. If Odell's star outshines CD Lamb, that can put that could potentially create issues. Brother. That's all I'm saying. Brother, ain't, 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 all right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I don't feel like doing this. I, I just, I just, I don't think Ceedee Lamb is that guy. Like he's not. Look, they're all quote unquote divas, but Ceedee Lamb worried about somebody outshining his star. That's 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 the reason why you wouldn't want to bring Odell. I I think that's silly. Well, and that's why I brought up the contract because if the, if 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 Odell star outshines. CDs mm-hmm. that can affect the negotiation. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Why on the money earth would Dallas care about that? One, uh, number two, CD don't have to get extended for two more seasons. If you sign Odell to a three-year fake deal and it's two two years, right? Guess what? Odell's out. Now yeah. you can re-sign CD Land. Where I just think this is a reach. I, 
you we can say it's a reach. We can yeah. say it's a reach. But I'm just saying, follow me. I'm just saying, follow me. If if the we can't deny the potentiality of something like that happening being there. That potential is there. It might be a slim chance, but it's there. And even on that sure. three fake two year deal, if CD's numbers drop, showing that he isn't that number one receiver that we thought that we need to throw him twenty twenty two million a year, that could affect those negotiations right there. Yeah, but that even got that got Odell nothing to do with there. Odell Beckham. C.D. Lamb's self-play has nothing to do with Odell Beckham. But listen, man, I got to get to more callers, Jr. We'll be talking in circles on this one, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all hit that like button, subscribe. You know what I'm talking about? What's up, man? All right, brother. Appreciate you, dog. I I just don't see. I don't see it, man. I don't, I, I just don't see that. Am I tripping? Uh, Odell Beckham's star is going to affect C.D. Lamb? C.D. Lamb played with a guy who was the number one wide receiver for three years. Well, two years, really. I guarantee you, CD would would walk him help. Give me damn about that contract in three years. Win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Worry about that contract later. Uh, We're going to get to 9-2-0, and then we're going to move on. I, I got the rest of y'all after this, this next segment. 9 2 what's up? What's up, Skywalker, Carl Young. Carl, what's up, Carl? Hey, check this out. I got just two questions. Far as this trap game, I, please give me a break on that. Dallas should go into Green Bay and just straight dominate. None of this. Don't play like you, 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 you being safe to win the game. You got to go out and just dominate the Packers. They only last hand. You got to go dominate. So enough with this trap stuff. Yeah. You know, these fans, they get all there. The only time I hit the trap game here is one time it was against Detroit. I said, man, Detroit playing pretty good. We got to we gotta really, you know, they they in games. So that's the only time. But far as this one, you just let Detroit do that to you? Hey, the pack, I mean, Dallas need to get in there. And they need to just straight dominate. I mean, from from the word go, dominate. And yeah. on this other thing, okay. Odell Beckham. You know, I just heard your last caller mm-hmm. that said CD wasn't doing this and he's not. You know, hey, they doubled CD. If you look at the game and you look at it, CD has been doubled. Look at the Bear game. Are those catches that he made? They was doubling him, dude. This is a, a a classic case of we 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 see our our team and and we have to listen. We 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 kind of dissect everything about it. Ceedee Lamb is not struggling. Uh, a Ceedee Lamb is having. No. He's, he's going to eventually. He's going to surpass a thousand yards. And now you get Dak Prescott mm-hmm. back. You hope he he can get to that ten touchdown range. But he only got eight games to do it. But we're talking about a guy who's in the top ten in these receiving categories with Cooper freaking Rush at quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't see him struggling. You know, can he do better? But I tell you what, yeah, yeah, yeah. you throw Odell in there, so because he gonna make all those receivers look good. You watch what I say. You throw Odell back. I don't care how much it costs. Stop being cheap. This is the year to do it. You get a chance to get Odell Beckham. We can go. We can go places, and we can get this stop. You know. Messing around, 
Jerry, go get this dude. Go get him. Carl, you from you from Wisconsin, right? Yes, I am. What's what's the what's the what's so the, I hate the what's the temperature up there? Well, I, I already checked all that. It's gonna be forty two. Ooh. Okay. That's actually, not cold, dude. I actually, I mean, I meant to, I meant to, to kind of clarify myself. I meant like, what's the temperature around the, the, the you know, Wisconsin with these Packers? Right. It, it's, uh, it's like forty three today. No, 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 no. I mean, like our it, Packer fan, 50, 50, right? Fifty degrees. Yeah. But on Sunday, yeah. it's like forty three on Sunday. Okay. Game time. That's dude. That's. Oh, I beautiful. Mean, that's like. A, a jacket. Oh, that's, that's maybe that's, that's beautiful football weather. Yeah, but what you don't want is in the low twenties in the teens. No, no, that's no, no, that's no, no, no. you don't want below. You can go in green. You don't want the below weather. Mm-mm. That's good for Dallas. That, they'll be cool with that weather. Check it out. Des Bryant played it, and it was with. Uh, the catch that he made, was, where he should have made. That was January did. weather. That's a different story. Right. That's what I'm saying. It, it, it don't. It's not going to get nothing like that. This is November. Like right now, it's uh, it'll be up to 64, 65. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so I'm, I'm like a few hours away from Well, all right, Carl. I, I appreciate but, the update on the weather there, man. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right. You too, bro. All right, good brother. Yeah. That was Carl. I was trying to get the temperature of temperament, maybe it should say. Of Wisconsin, the fans, are they going to be rabid up there? Is it going to be, you know, are they just like three and six? We on a five-game losing streak. It's a wrap. Yeah. And the funny thing about this series over, I think, Romo? Maybe it's just under the Dak era. The teams have swapped victories home and away, so... Dallas is one on the road. Green Bay is one beating Dallas at home past 2014. But but that's kind of how it's been in the regular season. So I just don't think that that crowd is going to be up for it, man. Three. Uh, if Cowboys get listen, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the, the Packers game in a couple days. We'll talk about it. Let's finish off this uh, segment here and get to the next one. That next segment ain't Bluetooth. It's Boston Scientific. <laughs> In the U.S., more than 39 million men suffer from ED. Boston Scientific created edcure.org to help you find your best cure. To get started, go to edcure.org to take a quiz and learn your severity or risk of ED. If you have a condition that puts you at a higher risk, you'll find customized content. The fastest way to find your best cure is to contact an ED specialist by browsing a list of experienced physicians in your area. Visit edcure.org, brought to you by Boston Scientific. You're listening to A to Z Sports. Do it live! At some point, hoping to broadcast in front of the millions of Cowboys fans to bring you the real. But for now, strap up and here's your host, Skywalker Steele. I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm here to rescue you. We'll do it live. Y'all know it's a dub now, right? Y'all know it's a dub. I done showed my doppelganger. We 6-0. and 
I, I swear, I swear to God, if we don't lose with this thing up here, we, we got to keep track of this, y'all. Who we got there? You got the Packers. Ooh, the Vikings. That'll be good. That'll be a good litmus. I mean, the Vikings are 71. They playing well. But Shaq, I mean, I ain't really scared of y'all. But salute to them. They got my guys, Darius Smith. I wanted this Darius so bad, man. He's out there balling over there in Minnesota, man. But let me get back to doing what I do one week at a time. We'll talk about the Packers. Talk about the Packers. Before, though, we talk about the Packers, Cowboys Nation, the, the meat and potatoes of today's show is supposed to be about tweaking the Cowboys out of the bye. Uh, obviously, you get a Nodell Beckham in here. That'll that'll help later down the line. But I don't think he's going to help you at this second. So how do the Cowboys improve? How can they improve? I talked about this on the roundtable. If you guys missed that, go check that out. But I want to dive into it a little bit more about a way to potentially improve the Cowboys offensively. And we'll get to defense in a second. Offensively. And for me, you're not adding a receiver, right? We're, we're seeing these, these guys. We're seeing Kellen Moore and Mike McCarthy tweak the offense a little bit to deal with not having the explosiveness at wide receiver, not named Turpin. They could use Turpin more. Right? You could say, hey, Sky, use Turpin more. Uh, yeah, sure, 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 sure. They can use Turpin more. But it looks like the way they want to use Turpin is in that lucky whitehead role. They're not going to use him downfield, et cetera, et cetera. That's fine. But he's only going to get you six to eight snaps a game. You know a guy that's going to play more than that, that they can involve more, and you don't have to give him 25 carries? It's Tony Pollard. Well, Sky, you already said that. Sure, I did. But I'm talking about utilizing Tony Pollard in the backfield as a pass catcher. I'm not just talking about using Tony Pollard as a runner more. When you don't have that explosive weapon outside, right? You're not really stretching the defense from an individual standpoint. Meaning, I don't got a guy out there that's just going to run a nine and run past everybody and not throw it. You hardly got a guy that defenses are going to be like, hey, I'm rolling all my coverage that way when he's out there. That's no knock on CD. That's just the way it is right now with the, with the offense. But... I just think this part of Tony Pollard's game has been criminally underutilized. Criminally underutilized. And, and now I'm sad because Seth Wilson just popped on the screen. And I know the easy things will say, well, yeah, he played in Memphis as a slot. He did. That's number one. We know he can, you know, I'm not saying put him out there as a slot receiver. I'm just saying get him involved catching the damn ball. We know he can do that. I would guarantee if he was with, uh, you know, a different OC over the last, you know, few years, he'd be top five in receptions. Top five, easily in receptions for, for running backs is what I'm getting at. And I don't know how many times I've said this on the show to you guys, Alvin Kamara, Mark Ingram comparison. I think the one thing a lot of people miss when we make that comparison is that Kamar wasn't the leading, you know, running type of guy. Yeah, he could run better than Ingram at that time. But but when they were, when they were at their peak, it was what he did in the past game department. Him being a mismatch against wide receiver or against linebackers, against safeties. I just think that they should get 
I don't say get back to it, it never started, but they should kind of start that up with Tony Pollard, man. It could be an extension to your run game if you want it to be, or you can get him involved down the field on some of these linebackers. Um, and I just, I just think you have a mismatch. So I th this is an easy in-house fix right here, right? All right. We don't have a ton of playmakers on the outside, right? We don't got a ton of guys that are going to be explosive, but we do got one in the backfield. And whether you want to call it politics or whatever, 21 is going to still get his 15, 16, 17 touches, right? I don't care how Tony Pollard gets the damn 15 touches. Get it to him. And I just think you could do a lot of things out of 21 with Tony Pollard catching the rock. All of that, hey, let's motion Ezekiel Elliott out wide and he just stands there in an empty set. It's all for not. For what? You're never going to throw it to him. Do that with Tony Pollard. Send him on a route. Send him on a wheel. Get him on a Y. Get him on an option against somebody. Utilize your playmakers in that manner. It's not a massive tweak. You're not trading anybody. You, you have an in-house answer to provide more explosiveness or big plays or chunk yardage, et cetera, et cetera, with Tony Pollard catching the ball more. Dribble with a purpose. All right. Before I get to my second one, let's get back to the horns, man. We got Drummer Cam on the line, I believe. What's good, Drummer Cam? Hey, what's up, Sky? How's it going, man? Uh, it's going well, man. How are you? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Um, just two quick things. Uh, the Odell Beckham thing, just real quick. Like, we have $6.9 in cap space. His last contract was $4.25 million. You know, I don't see him getting a contract from the Dallas Cowboys simply due to that we're going to be outbid by other teams. There's other teams up there that have more cap space and still need receivers. I mean, the Broncos are probably, I, I, if the I had Broncos. to pick anybody, I'd say he probably could land with the Broncos. They have more cap space to give him more money. And they could, you know, would, on the other side of Jerry Judy, it'd be good for, for um, Russell Wilson. Have well, why would the, target on the other side. Didn't the Broncos just pay Tim Patrick? Was it, is oh, it Tim they? Patrick? Yeah, they just paid Patrick, Jerry, Judy. I mean, they they were taking calls on Judy. Uh, still got Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler. Uh, I don't know about the. I mean, hey, the Broncos could yeah. be a, a player there, but I mean, when, when it comes, I to, mean, as far as cap space goes, when they, it comes they, to money, more room than us for sure. When it comes to money, his contract's going to be prorated in twenty twenty two. I don't think cap space matters unless you're like literally in negative cap space. As long as you are in the, in, the, in the green on cap space, you can make the money jump. I, I don't necessarily think it's about cap space in the sense of we don't got enough to pay him. It's about do we have the the want to to pay him in regards to Stephen Jones. If you want him enough, you can you can pay Odell Beckham and, and make the money jump. I, I never worry about that. The NFL has showed you time in and time out over the last half decade you can make money jump. I mean, that's a solid point. That's something I really consider. To be honest, I just the way I look at it from the way Stephen Jones has played this over and over and over again is he's not the highest bidder, right? So unless OBJ just wants to come to Dallas, you know, for the reason it's Dallas, <clears throat> and then you know maybe it's a talk at that point, but I just don't see it happening. I think this is one of those things where yeah, we're interested, we could use him, like it wouldn't be a bad thing to bring him on potentially, maybe have some locker room problems, you don't want that, but that's you know that's. That's that's something they've got to iron out. But the, you know, if he takes less money, then yeah, sure he can land the Cowboys. I just don't see us being the highest offer he's going to get once he's you know deemed healthy. 
on top of the fact that he's not going to be deemed healthy until you can't do anything with him until he's deemed healthy and cleared to play. And then, then well, all tech, the money stuff. Per the reports, he's, he's going to be cleared at the end of the week. Well, I thought that we were talking about December. That's last I heard. He was it was going to be pushed to like December. Now, Jay Glazer just came out yesterday and said, you know, Odell Beckham will be cleared uh, at the end of this week. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, the other, I mean, the other thing I was going to say was, like I said, just my base point though is seriously, just you know, we get outbid on this stuff. I don't expect us. I don't expect that to change. Like I said, unless he just wants to come to Dallas. Yeah, I um, think there's could a, be a legitimate there's thing, a small but... there's a small detail or I don't say detail there's a small thing in this whole outbid situation where I think could play in Cowboys' favor. I'm I, I'm wondering, drummer Cam, if if it's more so about being the the bidding war is about length, like who offers Odell Beckham the most security? Money obviously is going to play a factor in that, but. Who's going to right. offer him the most security? If, I don't know, who's the team he said? The Giants. Uh, the Giants will say, hey, Odell, we want to bring you in. We'll pay you $10 million this year to do it. But then Dallas says, hey, Odell, we'll bring you in. We'll pay you uh, X, whatever, $15 million, $16 million over the next three years to do it. Security, mm-hmm. one year. Dallas, New York. Daniel Jones, Dak Prescott. I, and I just threw out right. a number. I mean, it could be more than $16 million. I, I'm just throwing out a number here, y'all. But I, I do right. think it'll come down to he wants to be – he wants to put his roots somewhere. So I, I wonder if the, the length of the contract is equally as important, if not more, than, than the money. Yeah, could be. Just something to think about. Um, yeah, no, that's a good point. <clears throat> the other thing on the Green Bay game, I was just going to say, our game plan doesn't change. You know, Aaron Rodgers – is Aaron Rodgers, yeah. and he gets rid of the ball quick. But like you said, target-wise, it, it, they've been struggling. So you really are just trying to, uh, you know, score an offense, force them into position that to put half to. You know, you want Aaron Rodgers to have to throw the ball so your defense can pin their areas back and start coming after Aaron Rodgers because he is a statue like Tom Brady. So he's not going to move around as much. He moves, but he's not. You know, he's not the Aaron Rodgers of old. So Immobility. his mobility is not tight. This, this he, he had a couple of little scrambles yesterday. I said, like, okay, let me put that in my notes. We still got to watch out for yeah. his legs. Yeah, A little bit. A little but, bit. I mean, I, I still don't think the game plan changes. I mean, you're, you're trying to put your offense in a position to score. So this offense should be able to score. Um, if we can win the time of possession, at least, you know, on, start looking at winning the time of possession um, in games so our defense is out there so long and our, you know, put our position, our defense in a position to actually pin the ears back. To me, that that's the game plan. It, it still is a game plan for this team, just like the Lions. You want to go up, get them behind, put them in a deficit, get them to try to abandon the run, and see what happens. All right, man. That's Appreciate the call, Drummer Cam. Take it easy. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's funny you said that because I – I was watching their Lions game. I'm like, oh, damn, Aaron Rodgers. He had a couple little runs yesterday. I think a third and 17. He dipped off for a 20. I'm like, okay, well, he still got a little legs in him. All right. Put that in my notes. A little bit, a little bit of legs in him. Uh, LG, man, long time no speak. What's good, hey, L? What's going on, Sky, man? What's going on, man? What's up with you, man? How you feeling, man? How you been? Hey, man, I'm feeling good, man. You know, just been laying low, enjoying the 40th. I know we got the same birthday, so happy belated oh, wait, birthday, wait, wait. man. Wait a minute, we got the same birthday? 
October 26th, right? Yes, sir. I did not know that, man. Happy birthday, dog. Yes, sir. Yeah, happy birthday, Scott, man. And and I hope you enjoyed your birthday as I much did. as I did. Uh, I got a couple things, man. The first thing about Odell Beckham is I really think Odell Beckham is the perfect receiver for Dak. If you notice, when we got Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper wins on his routes real quick. That's something Dak, you know, once he makes that read and he throws, mm. he, he can throw it right mm -hmm. there. That's the type of receiver he L needs is, is a, a, yes. a, 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 a receiver that can win quick on the routes. Well, well, well let's, let's, take let me just say this. Every quarterback will love a guy that can win early in their routes. I mean, it's not just a Dak Prescott thing. But when, right, you, right, when, when right. you look at and and I noticed this last year, I don't I don't notice it as much this year, but I, but you you notice it. If you are caught up in the muck, if you aren't getting off the line, you aren't winning right away. Dak not wasting time. I, I'm not wasting nope. time with this read. I'm coming off of it. And one one particular throw that happened was the play was designed to go to Noah Brown. I think on a on like a, a drag, but he got, kind of got caught up on a flat with a linebacker or a corner or somebody. Dak came right off of that. And he got C.D. Lamb with the next the next read. If you don't win early, it's a wrap, in my opinion. So that's a great point. Just wanted to point it out. Yes, 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 yes. And 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 you see, he excelled when when uh, Amari got there, and it was just you know I think that's that that's what separated Amari from the rest of the receivers is that he won quick. Mm. And when he won quick, Dak hit him. So I think Odell, if he if he still has his his quickness, I think that'll be a a, a great addition for Dak. Great addition, yeah. but uh, the Jerry got to make that work, man. I don't know why, how, but he's got to make that work. And uh, the next thing I wanted to talk about was was this Green Bay game, man. Damn, y'all ready? Y'all ready? Y'all ain't waiting. Y'all ready to go in on this Green Bay game? Go ahead, man. Well, well, <laughs> is this Green Bay man? It's one of those type of teams that Aaron Rodgers is. is yeah, he's reeling, but he's like, he's he's. I don't know, man. It's just his attitude, man. He's one of those type of guys that he'll Attitude's try to terrible. stick it to the Cowboys. Yes, but he'll try to stick it to the Cowboys one last time. So oh, y'all making me. My, I want to. I'm trying to hold off on this game, man, because I got a okay. take. I have a take, man. And, and watching a Rod at those receiver, I'm, it's. I hear you. It's still a Rod, but I don't even think his situation is like Tom. Tom still got bodies out there. Tom still got dudes out there, right? And I, I don't right. think Tom has looked as, as bad, in my opinion, as A-Rod. But I, 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 I promise y'all I will get to the Packers in midweek when we start breaking all this down. But I just don't think we not, we're not going up there in Green Bay like we went up there in Green Bay in 20. Even in 2016, they had a better team, obviously. But yeah. this is a completely different team, bro. And I'm telling you right now, Mike McCarthy, if you think he's going to go to Green Bay, and let Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers alone beat him. I got some news for you, man. Man, I hope. Man, I, 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 I'm pretty confident in this game. I, I am very confident in this game. But I just, you know, it's still Aaron Rodgers, man. And if you got a chance to put the nail in the coffin, you put three of them in there. Oh, you, know? you, you best you believe bury. Mike is just no Mike. Mike ready for this one. Oh, yeah. And, and the last thing I wanted to say is, is, and I hope this is something from things to come, Dallas has to start getting out on opponents early. Like they did in, in, that, against the Chicago Bears? Chicago Bears, man. When, yeah. you, when Dallas can get out on opponents early, it changes everything. Everything. 
and they just have to eliminate these slow starts. And I think what's going to help them with that is, and I know y'all talked about it on the roundtable, is rhythm with Kellen Moore and Dak Prescott. It seems like they, they got a little rhythm going between the two of them. When Dallas plays with rhythm, I don't think there's a, a defense that can stop them. Maybe contain them, but when they play with rhythm, they just have they 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 have a lot of uh, uh, ways where they can kill you. Once they get out of that rhythm is when you you see them struggle. But if they can get up on opponents early, man, yeah, I don't see too many teams beating Dallas, man. And uh, I'm gonna leave you with that, Sky man. And like I said, happy belated birthday, man. And you enjoy your uh, day, man. God bless you, man. Ah, you as well, brother. Appreciate you, uh, y'all. Yes, sir. Uh oh. Okay, here we go. Y'all hold tight. I'm trying to find something here so we can. Get into this lab. Yeah, man. I, I'm just. I respect A-Rod. I respect the Packers or whatever like that. But I swear to God. We go up to Green Bay. After everything that's happening. You know what? We ain't, we ain't going to do it today. We ain't going to do it today. It's cool. It's cool. I'm not going to do that to y'all. All right, this next segment, which is the last part of the show, we're going to jump into this lab and we're going to talk about uh, why I think the other tweak involves Damone Clark. I don't know how much more I can put this, man. And I said this on the roundtable. I may be jumping the gun. Here. I, I might. I might be jumping the gun on Damone Clark off of one game. But I saw things in that game. I saw just natural ability in that game. That at the very least. The very least. This man needs to play. Worked in whatever you want to call it. With Anthony Barr or LVE. Or Anthony Barr and LVE. For all that. For all that. I care about. I don't care which one it is. But I think both of these dudes need to be, or he needs to be involved uh, for one of those dudes. His first game, he had 40 snaps, five tackles, and uh, two stops, and that pressure that led to a sack, and we're going to break all of that down. I am just so surprised that he is ready to play right now, given his injury. And then from a mental standpoint, that game, he just looks so comfortable, even, in, even though there was uncomfortable situations for him because he didn't play yet. But it was impressive. Shout out to Pat Walker, who spoke with um, George Edwards on Damone Clark in his first action. Let's listen to George talk about Damone Clark for a little bit, Cowboys Nation. He's he's worked very diligently, you know, since he's been here. I mean, you want to talk about a guy that's just attacked it. And, I mean, there was no question, I think, in our mind with the work. The, you know, credit to the trainers, the doctors, everybody involved in that process. And for him to be where he was mentally, you know, to be able to come back out there when he started back practicing, I mean, you could just tell. He, you know, he paid attention to the details of things that we were teaching defensively. And I knew once he got an opportunity, he would, he would step in and, and would be a good football player for us. I mean, when we looked at him coming out, there was no question about his skill set, his matchup ability in this league. And so... From that aspect of it, he's really just come in and made the most of those opportunities. Now, just like you said, I mean, we didn't anticipate it was going to be 40 snaps he played Sunday, but I mean, things always happen for a reason. And all I know is he took 
and made the most of that opportunity. We talked about that last week, right? You hate for opportunities to come via injury, but when they do come, do you step up? Kelvin Joseph, it was only a few series or a few plays, whatever. Didn't happen. Not saying that would have made a difference, but I'm sure it made a difference from his confidence level. Going into this bye week, had he played up to a certain level, they might have said, hey, maybe we can make a change. But if they wanted to do that, Damone Clark got his opportunity. Damone Clark ain't messed that up. Mm-mm. Show didn't. So I just watched that that tape and I come away so impressed by, you know, the things that he is little things too. Like we're going to look at some little things that Damone Clark does that stand out to me. I don't know if they'll stand out to you, but beyond his just natural athletic ability, that alone would, would allow me to make him, you know, sub in for Anthony Barr or, or LVE or whomever to get more tick that alone. But as we said before, they trust LVE, they trust Anthony Barr. And if you don't have it up here, Jalen Tobert, maybe that's what's going on with Jabril Cox. They're not going to put you out there just yet. But I don't think that's the case with with uh, with Jabril, or Jabril Cox, with Damone Clark. I don't think that's the case. Let's jump into this film room real quick and take a look at a handful of plays uh, from this game. And the first play, he's not even in on the tackle. I just, you know, when I was watching his snaps, I came away like, God damn, this dude is twitched up. I'm going to let the play run, and I'm going to tell you why I think this is a high IQ play, and you see that he's just stupid twitchy. By the way, uh, if you're looking for where he's at, he's right here, Cowboys Nation. Now, this is the play that's going to go to the right side, but watch how fast he closes ground. Again, not, not a play he's involved in, but watch how fast he closes ground. The dude is ridiculously twitched up. And when you say, well, how is this a high IQ play? He's going to drop back in his zone. And immediately, when he sees these two release and the running back release, he's flying down the field. Now, I'm not saying that he would have made the play, but he damn sure would have made the running back have to redirect and have been up to the rest of the guys to make the play. And then he finishes at the end too with a little push off. Man, get the fuck off. <laughs> like Damone Clark has that aggression. And you'll see it throughout this, this film session. But again, here's the other side of it where he drops back right there. He sees that they're coming for a screen potentially, even though he's not coming this way. And he just plants that foot fires down and he gets to the ball man i mean he doesn't get to the ball but he gets to his responsibility just that kind of twitched up it's like he's just coiled up in there and then when he springs he goes man uh again you're going to see the speed here he's going to flip parallel and get over top of this guard right here they're going not necessarily a game he's going to help out here and he try to get up field but damone clark's speed iq gets him over top of this guard again i'm not coming at no linebacker but I've seen this happen to other linebackers and they get caught up. But take a look at Damone Clark. He's going to flip that, that, that flip of his hips and his shoulders right there. Allows him to get over top of this offensive guard right now. I mean, how many times did we see linebackers get caught right here? How many times did we see linebackers allow themselves to get, you know, to play catch? Not Damone Clark. Gets over top and helps with the tackle. He didn't make the tackle, but he helps with the tackle. Uh, assignment sound ball. On this play, that's why I hate these offenses. Then they're going to get a wide receiver that's going to come here. So, Damone Clark has to play that first. 
So he's going to play his assignment first, then he's going to see ball, and he's going to go get ball. Here comes the wide receiver. All right. Now I see the handoff. I see ball. Let me plant my leg. Let me go get a tackle. And he throws his body in. See, Damone Clark just plays with a different level of aggression at the linebacker position, man. I just absolutely love it. Now, if we go look at the, the other angle, this is what bothers me about, about LVE a little bit, man. You see it. Come meet him. Why are we playing catch? Another play that shows his aggression, man. He just, he's just a downhill player. Damone Clark's right here behind this goalpost you can't see. Look where he meets this linebacker, bro, or this, uh, this center. As soon as the ball snaps, I'm coming downhill. I'm meeting you in the hole. I'm going to disengage. And I'm going to finish. Now, it's downfield. Not necessarily his fault. But it's downfield. But he's a downhill attack guy. Again, LVE, I know you can do it, but you just choose not to. Chop, 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 chop. I'm going to play catch. Just, just fire. Once you see this double here and you see Damone firing, filling his gap, he's filling. Come fill, my guy. Come fill with a full head of steam. Blow somebody up. We're going to play patty cake here. No worries. Damone Clark will clean that up. And then it's just his speed, man. I mean, y'all know this play right here, Damone Clark. They're going to run that read option. And uh, this, this actually comes back, I think, from a penalty, but so what? Who cares? Uh, just, just look, man. I let the play run. Just, just look how fast this guy just. He's engaged, by the way. He's engaged right here, and he's already what seven yards away from the ball. He ran something like twenty-two miles per hour to get down here. Dude is ridiculous, man. And I just put speed, speed, speed because this play didn't count, but you just see his speed right here on full display and i think it's something that the cowboys defense at the second level could use right now uh scrape extend and disengage just just a regular linebacker stuff but again first game back here he is right here first game back scrapes extends the uh, offensive guard i think or center here disengages and gets in on the tackle man i mean again one game but you just see him kind of getting rid of guys at a level that should get you excited for his first snaps. Yeah. I'll just leave it at that. But there is a play that, <laughs> that LVE does fire. And this is it right here. When LVE is clean. When LVE is playing aggressive. LVE can get downhill. It just There's no hesitation. Just go. I ain't thinking twice. I ain't playing patty cake with my feet. He still finished real sloppy. But... This is what we want from you every now. I'm saying every play you have to do this, but I'm, I mean, I mean, look at their aggression here. I'm getting downhill. I'm coming to get him. I ain't getting, but I'm coming. But real quick though, pay attention to Damone Clark. Another, he didn't make the play, but look how nimble he gets. He dips low to athleticism. He can play the finesse game if you want. Peep game at the top here. Watch how he dips under 71. And frees himself up to make a tackle. I mean, it's plays like that that, yeah, he can't make it right now. But that subtle little dip right there to not get engaged with the, the offensive guard can help you make a play later down the line. 
Again, he's going to meet with aggression. He's going to fight through the trash. Uh, if you're looking for him where he's at, right here on your left-hand side on the screen. I mean, he's getting doubled here. And watch what he does in number 70. I mean, he's just a different aggressive type of linebacker. Gets off the trash. He doesn't make the tackle, but he's, he's in the way to help make the tackle. Just a different dude, man. He's coming downhill. He's going to blow this guy up. He's double team, and he doesn't get put on his ass. I think that's impressive, man. Again, not anything crazy, but for your first game back, he seems to be where he needs to be more often than not. And then he allows his athleticism to be on full display. Again, you're going to see Damone Clark come down. Watch, watch his first initial step compared to those around him. I'm coming downhill right now. This is what I mean by like plays like a safety. Like, why are we why are we going backwards? <laughs> and here's the recovery speed. Recovery speed from Damone Clark. I mean, 24 gets in his way, but he would probably got there first. I this ain't no Damone. And this was at the end of the game. Damone feels he's attacking downhill. I don't know why he's retreating and letting my man catch him here, but. You, this is what I mean, but I don't think he has the athletic ability to twitch it up and get back downhill. If he's going one way, it's going to take a little bit for him to correct himself. And that's just the nature of who he is. And still got walked. Listen, I don't give a damn who Damone Clark has to sub in for. Damone Clark needs to play a little bit more. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and this was a, I call this a smart blitz, man. Uh, it's so many little things in this blitz that Damone did that I think helped help set up this set. He's not just going to fly upfield all game. Him flying up or the team flying upfield allowed Justin Fields to kind of get on that outside. He's going to come upfield in control. Going to see that this wide, or this wide receiver, this running back, wants to cut him off. Maintains his balance. And this is where his, his discipline finish. He's not flattening out his rush. He could flat out his rush and he's just going to spin around and come around. No, 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 no. He stays upfield shoulder. And forces him to come back inside. My bad. I didn't mean to do that right there. Just a smart, disciplined finish here. Doesn't get the sack, but he helps with the sack. Again, just, just, just heady stuff from a guy in his first game? I'm just saying. I'm okay if he plays a little bit more. Uh, okay, this I just wanted to just show you that he's just throwing dudes off of him. A good play by the Bears here, man. You're gonna get the fake jet or the fake pitch here, and he's gonna come back into the tight end. But watch Demon Clark. This is what I mean by he don't mind. Look, if you want to engage on him, cool. Get off him. This is a 300 and something pound tackle that he just tosses aside like a child. Again, not, some of these plays aren't plays he made, but it just shows you the the small things that I think can add up. Get off him. And this is the last one here. A uh, great processor. To, he has an assist, I think, with the sack. Because if he if he falls for this half-hearted fake, Justin Fields has an outlet here for uh, possibly a touchdown. For those who don't know where Damone Clark is, he's right here. They're going to play action. He doesn't fall for that play action. You're going to see it better in the next angle. Covers his man. Forces the sack, in my opinion. This is what I mean by great processor. The line is all going to come down on this play action. 
if he steps in any further, that plant foot lets you know, I'm not worried about what this line is doing because this running back didn't go this way. I've seen linebackers on this team fall for this, and this was wide open. Great processor. And then look, look at the just look at the spring off of the one step. Gone. And that helps with the sack. I just, I don't know, man. I look at Damone Clark's tape from that one game, even in some of the plays he didn't make, and I just come away so damn impressed from his first start. I mean, y'all, this was his first, not even start. He came in in the middle of the game. <laughs> and I come away like, hey, play that man some more. What do, I'm not saying they're not doing it, but this is what we need to do moving forward. If, if we can't go get XYZ defensively, this is a way to help improve your team. And I'd rather him, I'd rather the Cowboys go through the lumps and the bumps and the and all of that right now. Right now, they say, hey man, Anthony Barr messes hamstring up again. You only got that one game of action in week seven, week eight. And here we are, week 16, week 17, playoffs. No, 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 no. I, I think he took advantage of his opportunities and he's earned more opportunity and not given he's earned it. George Edwards speaks highly of him. You see the, the ability to process things. You see, you can see on film that he puts in the work in the classroom. And that's what George Edwards talked about. He's impressed with, you know, him being there every day, going through his injury and then him, processing all of that and putting it together on the practice field and now in the game just just a really really impressive game by uh damone clark in his first outing and, and i think that cowboys nation he can help i'm not saying this dude's going to take your defense to another level but if he can help improve the defense just a little bit just imagine that your defense right now improved a little bit Jeez, man. whole different ball game cowboys nation whole different ball game all right, we got my writing brother on the horn. What's good, man? Well, good morning. God bless you and the family and the show, like always. Thanks, sir. Listen, okay. I just want to say um, three things real quick. I really think that the OBJ, he will help the team. I really think he will help. And I don't think he's going to um, do any hurt to um, CD's, um, C to CD Lamb because if anything, he's going to help him. Because C.D. Lamb, he's a good player, but there's a couple of things that he got to really incorporate, like you was touching on earlier, to make him a better number one. You know, he's sort of number one, but he's not really that bona fide number one. We we got to accept that one. And number two, I think that Tony Pollard, like you were saying, if they get him in a passing game, just don't use him as a running back. Get him against those linebackers. Sort of like, you know what I mean, going I mean, like can, the way Monty used him. They, they can use they used him. They use him in so many different wait, ways. They can That's use, they can use, use him, him as a running back. Uh, I didn't want to talk about They can use him as a running back. You said don't use him as a running back? No, I said no, use him as a running back, but then also use oh, okay. him also too as like in receiver and a slot and stuff like okay. that against the running back. Okay, yeah. I mean, I, sorry, I misspoke. <laughs> and then also too, what you were saying about that, the Mark Clark from – Linebacker, yeah, he's a natural. I was, I was also natural. observing that during the game. For him not to have 
no no um preseason and nothing like that. We got something there. I think honestly, I think that might be the biggest steal that we got out of the draft to me. Because if if he's coming doing what he's doing naturally, he got something. He really yeah. do. But anyway, that's it out I got for today. God bless you and the show and the family like always and keep up the good work. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. I I think I think he's gonna be fun. Uh, there's a couple donations I missed today. Let me get to those. Let me get the heck up out of here. Super chat. Chris Rodriguez earlier said an 80% Odell Beckham Jr. is better than a 100% Washington or Noah Brown. Ramp him up last month of the season. Unleash him in the playoffs. He's damn sure. You know, I'd imagine he'd be 100% at some point. But yeah, I think he's an upgrade over those two dudes. And then Common Sense Lab, appreciate you Super for the chat. donation, sir. He says the Wolf Hunter plays like he's been neutered. And I, I promise you, I didn't put that together to try to come at LVE because, you know, he had to force fumble in that game and he shot the gap in that one. But but you do see the difference. And it's not just Damone Clark when he's next to him. You see that same thing with, with Barr. He just ain't as athletic as Damone. You see the same thing with Michael Parsons. Like, these guys have more of a linebacker mentality of I'm coming forward and I'm coming with aggression. Um, not the case for him. And we'll leave it at that. I might want to keep sound like a broken record. He is what he is. Is he a, a severe liability? Probably not, especially since that he, he's actually pretty solid in coverage this year. So I'm not really complaining about his coverage ability. And if you can get up on guys and you don't have to run and you make them not run, then you actually make teams do what he's better at, in my opinion, this year, and that's covering. So, but damn, that Damone Clark, man. That Damone Clark. All right, perfect. God time, and here we are, 10 o'clock at the end of the show. And we are about to be out. Oh, uh, let's hit the chat real quick. See y'all talking about. Uh, does LVF pass breakups? I don't know how many he does if he if he has any, but this is more so if, if you again, this is where you got to watch the film. LVE has been pretty solid in getting to his spots and carrying defenders down the seam and playing in his zone and, and things like that. He, he's been good at that. Uh, there's no doubt about it. If you're not seeing a bunch of flash breakups, it's probably because no one's throwing it, you know, throwing seam shots where he has a chance to break it up or throwing it in the flatter, et cetera, et cetera. But he's I think he's playing well in pass coverage, but if you're talking about like man and he's getting challenged, he really hasn't been challenged in that department. Take that, you know, as you may, but probably a good thing. If teams aren't throwing at him a bunch, then he must be doing something right. Uh, based on the Gallup contract structure, a four-year deal for Odell would be 4, 46, 11, and 19.7. Is that guaranteed, I'd imagine? For Odell Beckham. So Professor O is saying if, if a Gallup got what he got, this is potentially what Odell would get. All right. Uh, the NP said it's good. It's good to see good linebacker play and bad linebacker play. Uh, LVE looked great playing with Jalen. Now that we have upgrades, LVE looks sus. In one year. I, LVE had one year looking great playing with Jalen. Other than that, both of those dudes was an issue to me. Um, and then he came on a little bit last year. And again, I'm I'm not saying this to say LVE has been bad. I'm not trying to say that, but 
There are people putting on the cape for him like he out here. That play he made, that's what I asked for him. I know you're not going to do the things I like to see linebackers do from a, a an aggressive standpoint, a physical standpoint, setting the tone, making plays. But if you ain't going to do that at the LOS, then you got to make the damn play after that. And that's what he did. He forced the fumble. So, you know, if you're going to be out there, you got to do more of that, in my opinion. He's not a guy that can rush the passer that well. He's not a guy that's going to defend and run that well. He's not aggressive coming down. So if you're going to drop back, if you're going to be uh, play that seven on seven ball, then damn it, make some damn plays. Sam has definitely been playing like a stuff for sure. Jabril Cox is they they actually talked to George Edwards about that, and it just if I had to guess, like I said earlier when I was breaking down, uh, Damone Clark, it, I'm I'm guessing they just don't trust him up here. I don't think it's physical. I mean, he's he's he looked fine in the preseason physically to me. Um, I just think they don't trust him. And I, and and I do think that they play different positions in regards to Demone Clark and Jabril Cox. Demone, you can play on that interior, on the inside. And we talked about this on the round table. We play our linebackers like three, four inside linebackers, not your traditional will backers. And I don't think that bodes well for Jabril. We want Jabril to be fly around guy, right? I, I, I likened it to when the Bucks were playing the Tampa 2 and they had Derek Brooks. Derek Brooks kept clean, allowed to fly around. That's what you want Jabril to do. You're in, these, these guys, these linebackers are going to have to deal with a lot more traffic on the interior from a uh, linebacker standpoint. And while Jabril may have shown some improvements there, I, I just don't know that you want him guessing A and then being late and now got to deal with the traffic as well. I'm guessing here. I don't think they're comfortable with where he's at from a mental standpoint just yet. Only way to know. Throw his ass out there. Uh, this game is for Big Mike. 100% Charlie G. I think, well, again, we'll talk about this. I don't know about tomorrow because I want to stick get back to our schedule. Wednesday when we break down the Packers. Big Mike ain't playing, man. Yo, this is perfect. Thomas said, Odell Beckham sounds like a chick who's done with her hoeing phase after she's been through. Oh, gosh. Uh, and is looking for a sugar daddy <laughs> to take care of. <laughs> I don't agree with the last part. I actually think that is a positive. The first part. He's done with his hoe phase. Yeah, I agree. I think you heard me say I'm done with my lifestyle. Wait, where is it at? Where is it at? I'm done with the rock and roll life. That is true. I think that's a good thing here. We're not talking about, we're not talking about, you know, we're talking about football. Whoever gets him, I mean, if the, if it, if it's right, right. If he goes to, we got a bad quarterback, Tennessee, you know, with, with Willis throwing the ball or somewhere where the quarterback sucks or the offense sucks, then it probably ain't gonna matter. But if he goes somewhere like here or, or where the quarterback is good, the locker room, the culture, whatever is good. Man, I think Odell Beckham would definitely help you out. 100%. And we going to end it on that one. You wild for that. Do me a favor, man. I got to get going here. But on your way out, if you have not hit that like button, please hit that like button. Been a good show. Later tonight, Mo will be back on. Also, later today, I'll be back on the YouTubes. Watch Lombardi live. 
with my big homie, my big, my little big homie. <laughs> Watch. A to Z Sports Primetime is about 8, 8, 8, 8 p.m. Central. Shout out to the clocks going back. Get the extra hour of sleep. And then follow me on Twitter if you want to holler at me and interact. I don't know how long that's going to be. Twitter's going through a phase. I, I don't know about all that stuff, but I'm there for the time being. At Skywalker still, if you want to know how to spell it, you can just look down here on the DFW Turf Ticker. It'll be scrolling through here in a second. It's been scrolling through here all day. Uh, DFW Turf Ticker, the number one artificial turf in the DFW area. What that said, go ahead, press this button and get up out of here, y'all. I'll be back, though. Blossom Boy Live, 306. We out of here. Hit that like button, please. Come on back tomorrow about 8.30. Maybe we'll tease the Packers stuff. We'll, we'll, we'll start getting into the Packers stuff. We'll see. Be out of here. Love y'all. Peace.